So 214 part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the show, everybody. So, uh, yeah. Um, where to start? Um, well, I guess. You know what? I have a question. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's where we're going to start. Okay. Because now, the, the, here's the thing, folks. Usually, I take out the intro from the live show. Oh, okay. And I didn't ask the question right when it happened. We usually play the Batman theme like you just heard in the beginning of our live show. But this time, Sean decided to make a change. It didn't tell. Well, it didn't tell me. I don't know if you told Stacy or not. I didn't tell anybody. Okay, <laughs> I made an executive decision. So I'm like, whatever. It's it starts the show. Okay, great. But I'm like, why did you pick the Hocus Heroes theme? Okay, here's here's a little. Um, well, it kind of ties into what we talk about in the first episode. Okay, it talks about we we do very rarely do we talk political talk. Yeah, we try to avoid it at all costs. Yes. But let's face it, the election happened this week, and there was no choice but to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to do the show, I mean, we talk about Trump being elected. So I was either going to play the Hogan's Hero theme because everyone, you know, because everyone thinks we're going to get thrown back into, you know, like bigotry and racism and, you know, the wacky time that was World War II. Yeah. Or um, I did have that if Hillary was going to win, I was thinking about doing the Imperial March. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured that's just way too long because it's it's dun 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 we we are this is geeksters geeksters it's your host Ed and Sean Ed and Sean now let's get to the program it was Ed and Sean and Stacy too. Maybe I should have done that one because I really improvised a song, at least. <laughs> so that's the reason why I picked a Hogan's Heroes theme. Yeah. Because I was like, I figured, because I kind of, I kind of, you may want to say that I uh, did a uh, a study group of one person at work. I was like, <laughs> I was like, so I was thinking about doing uh, the Imperial March or what do you think of Hogan's Heroes? And the person I said it to cracked up laughing at Hogan's Heroes. I'm like, Hogan's Heroes it is. <laughs> but it's only funny to basically you and me because yeah. we've seen the show. Yes. So we know like what the show's about. We know that theme. A lot of people be scratching their head going, what the hell is that going to show? So is your question wanting to know, are you going to leave the opening in now? Or? Oh, yeah, I have to now because we're going to have to, you know, I'm not going to talk about it all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> it just goes, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get. I was well. See, you gotta remember. I try to every once in a while do things to make everybody laugh. Yeah. So I figured at least get a chuckle or at least a head scratch moment from 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 at least you. Bless you. Excuse me. She sneezed over there. Okay. And yeah, that that doesn't pick up at all. By the way. Okay. Yeah. I, I listened to the. There's one comment she made. And we laughed, and all you hear is just laughing. There's like a pause, and then us laughing. <laughs> So she doesn't get picked up, send it back. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's why it's why the Hogan Zeros. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, I just. It's just funny because I just I you know, it, we just got right into the show and I I was going to ask the question of why you picked that theme and it just we got into the whole 
discussion about. Yeah, we went right. We hit the ground running with yeah. that with this one. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, we do talk a little bit uh, about the election. Now uh, we do obviously the top five box office, mm-hmm. and we do we do the um, Blu-ray and DVD releases for the show. Yes, and uh, other wackiness that ensues, of course. Um, so I don't know if. Uh, oh yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's something else you want to add? No, no, you cover everything. So uh, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am doing my job as a gracious host. There you go. So what's about to hit your plate is this. This is what's on the menu. <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit of Jean, a, a little bit of tomfoolery, a little bit of laughs, a little bit of shenanigans, followed with an epartee of vanilla sher- sher- uh, sherbet <laughs> <laughs> to cleanse the palate. At the end. So there you have it, folks. So uh, sit back and relax, and we'll uh, see you at the end. Hello! And welcome to Geekstars with your hosts, Ed and Sean. Sit back, relax, as you enjoy the new soulful stylings of your co-hosts. And in a moment, we shall take it away. And welcome to Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. <laughs> and as always, is there Stacy. Hi. <laughs> She'll be fading in now because the uh, Steelers are playing the, uh, the Cowboys today. So she's going to I'm be... going to really try not to. Yeah. Okay. But if you hear, fuck, in the background, it's her. Yeah. You know why. Hi. Cool. So, hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How was your week? Um, eventful. Really? Yes. Oh, well, then I'll start because I had nothing <laughs> to add, so I'll just do mine real quick then. Uh, basically, we the last we spoke, I think uh, I was talking to you about we were missing the distribution of, of uh, putting it on in different podcasts of different, uh, like Google or iTunes. We had a problem with that. And now that's all fixed. So now... You can find us pretty much anywhere. If you can't find us on your podcast app, send it to me at ed's at, ed at wordswithgeeks.com, and I will put it on there for you. Wow. We're spreading like a virus. That's right. You know, we're, on, we're, on, we're on Google. We're on iTunes. We're on a lot of different podcast apps. I can give you a couple examples, actually. Uh, All right. Because I actually checked, because that was the one thing I never did. It was like, ah, it was on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can tell you that my dad has a fire stick, yeah, and he found an iTunes podcast channel, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, what's the name of your show?" And I'm like, "Thanks, Dad. I've been doing it for four <laughs> years, and 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 you don't even remember the name of the word. It's pretty simple. It's called Geeksters. So after I had to tell him how to spell it, you know, <laughs> he found it and he played last week's episode, and he's like, "There's you." I'm like. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stitcher is usually the the one big one that everybody uses, but uh, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, Player FM, uh, Podkicker, Cashbox, and Antenna Pod are the six free ones that you get on Google that you can download oh. and enjoy the show. So there's at least those. And of course, if you have just the Google um, uh, app, which is called uh, uh, Play Music. Uh, you can you can find us there for free. Oh, okay, it's all free. Wow, all free. I tell you, 
Wow. Well, and yeah. tuned in. I forgot. I'm sorry. But, you know, <laughs> another big one was tune in. Yes, we're on tune in as well. Even though we've been saying it for like the last four years? Yes. Well, say- through through uh, uh, Aquadet Radio, we were on uh, tuned in, but now we have oh, our Oh, now own. we're solo? Yes. We broke away, huh? Kind of. Okay, <laughs> we, we sanctioned ourselves from the rest of the nation. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, okay, I'm going to say outside of the fact we didn't really do much this week, but I mean, mm-hmm. let's get right down to it, Eddie. Yes. Okay, this past week we've elected a new president. Yes, we have. I personally am looking forward to our new overlord. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right, so Trump's president now. Uh, it's kind of scary if you really think about it. I mean, yeah, it'll be fine. Well, the, the thing, the thing that I, because I watched, I did watch the Tuesday night, the political <laughs> analysts, <laughs> all these, nice. all these college educated experts. <laughs> you know, have been doing this for for decades and. You know, can can map out everything, and they they know how people are going to do it. And they thought it was going to be a, like a fast. Oh, night. it was going to be like a hey. They already like Steve Colbert already had like a live like Showtime event. This was going to be like the hey look who got this ass kicked kind of party. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, all these real intelligent people are reduced to what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched the whole thing too. Yeah. <laughs> We watched it unfold, and I'm first. I'm like, yeah, all right. There's no way. There is no way. What? Huh? Get get out of here! <laughs> like I think we, we were flipping through channels, making sure that it wasn't just not like we were watching some alternate reality. I'm 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 wondering if even Trump was surprised. Like, <laughs> wait, I won? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I think he he he. I think he kind of knew right from the start he was going to go. Yeah. He, was, he was in. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I guess let's get a little personal here. All right, all right. I don't think. Like, okay, here's my opinion. We need a change. We needed a change. Mm. You know, and now you had to choose between like some people. I'm going to say voted wanted to vote for Hillary to show how progressive we are because she would be, she would have been the first woman president. Yeah. But the problem is, I got no problem with a woman president. I was just not really sure if the American people were ready for her to be American president. I, I just I feel that she's been around politics too long that that's why nobody liked her. I mean, you know, since her fa- husband, not father, her father, her father, her husband was president for what two terms, right? I think he was here for eight years, and yeah. they they were trying to impeach him in the la- in the in the, the last, last terms, years, yeah. yeah. So for getting a blowjob. <laughs> so I mean, for that alone, you know, you you kind of go all right, and then. She was involved in a lot of scandals, so it makes her not really a popular, you know, thing. But like I said, these these were the worst two candidates to pick from. Right, and then even after the whole Democratic, it came out that the Democratic National Committee basically threw Sanders under the bus to get her up there. Mm-hmm. He, it's like, well, what? Like, I, I personally, I think that if he would have ran, he probably would have won. Yeah, Sanders. Yeah, I think it, I think the blowout would have been reversed mm-hmm. because i think that you know he was the change that people were hoping for she kind of proceeded perce- she had a perception of business as usual everything's fine the problems with the world are just they're nothing don't worry about it well like the the smoke hey people what there's problems in the world ladies and gentlemen beyonce yeah. you know ladies and gentlemen bruce springsteen that you know it's like oh no let's get you know there's we need something so i i think that you know like it's funny i don't think what he said 
and the things he's done in his past, or even during the course of the his run, I kind of feel is like, you know what, people say and do stupid things. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. What he does now in office will dictate the kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, um, like, I don't, okay, a lot of people are like, oh, well, only racists and xenophobes voted for him. I was like, but if you think eight years ago, four years ago, People still voted. Those same people voted for Obama. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well, just in the last four years, somebody woke up and was like, oh, I think that they're going to be a racist. Ugh, just to try something new. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't. I think the, I, I think Trump tapped into this untapped market of, of, of like disenfranchised working people because he got a lot of women voters. But then I also saw something, too, that, that almost half of the people didn't even vote. Right. I don't even know how accurate that is because the problem is when you start pulling and throwing, you know, stuff on the Internet, you don't really know what's fact and what's fiction. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you just kind of have to. Well, I'm saying, like, why, like that was the re- one of the main reasons why I was watching Tuesday anyway, because they, like, in Philadelphia, their polls did not close at 8 o'clock. I mean, if you were in line before 8 o'clock, your vote counted. Right. Like, you, you got in there to vote, so you were able to you know, uh, cast your ballot. And Philadelphia was a Clinton town, you know, like I mean, well, yeah, like city, you know, it was definitely, you know, Pennsylvania, just the rest of Pennsylvania didn't agree with us. Yeah. I mean, well, it was in the Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania and like the counties up and around Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know, um, just didn't, they obviously when you, there was this big, we were watching CNN and this guy, who had this huge map of the states, and you touch on a, a state, and it would zoom in, mm-hmm. and it'd be all broken down into districts, and you can kind of see, like, blue, blue, red. You know, and it, I think it seemed when the further you got out of the metropolitan areas, that's where you see, like, the the salt of the earth people, mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of say. The rural vote. The rural vote. Yeah. You know, you know, it's kind of come out in, in apparently droves. You know, just kind of, yeah. nope, we want this guy. For whatever reason. Now we're now like people are going, well, the, I found out though during the course of the week, the main purpose for electoral college, because right away everyone's like, oh, I used to be a believer in one man, one vote type thing. Because mm-hmm. apparently she is, she's kind of winning or won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. Not by much. I'm going to say like 200,000 people is not a lot right. in the grand scheme of every everybody in the state of America. <laughs> um, in the country of America? In the country, yes. <laughs> the state of America. Sorry. The country of America? The state of affairs of America? Is yes. that what you're looking yes, for? Really. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so the electoral colleges are designed to kind of give the, the smaller states just as much power as the bigger states, you know, as far as vote-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, because if not, the court, they saw, like, this big map of, like, where the most population is, like in California, New York, Florida, Texas, like the, the big states have the most population. So it felt like that if you were doing a popular vote, the country would be run by the will of those handful of states. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the Electoral College was designed to give a kind of a of a even playing field. So you don't have just a small group of people dictating how we should live. It's the will of the people. Kind mm-hmm. of. And I was like, I did not know that. Like, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. You know, it was like a na 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 na. Now you know. Well, let's see. Now it was, it was around the the early 1700s. Uh, after we won, and we were creating the Constitution 19, in 1787. That Alexander Hamilton said that that's protected the people. That's what that's right. the whole point of it was, and it's been that way ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the whole point of electoral college. So it's it's great to have it, but sometimes I wonder 
if they really know what they're doing at the electoral college, because like you, you see stuff like anonymous was coming out like a week before the election saying that there was a, a, they showed the interview. It's not like it was made up, right. like, you know, kind of thing. They actually showed the, it was, it was a congressional hearing going on and a programmer saying that, yes, it was rigged. There was a, this is a 2000 election that was rigged right. and that it was supposed to be flip flopped. It should have gone the other way, but the program design was the algorithm re- reconfigured. So that way it, the person won. So, you know, in 2000, I forget who it was, but, uh, 2000, it would have been Bush. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Cause they were back. Last time it was a Gore Bush um, thing, and it was like Florida was the key state. Yeah, you know the hanging chads. The hanging I chads, that, yeah. and gee, his governor happens to be his cousin or his brother. I forget what the bloodline. It was it was a Bush yeah. in, in office. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of like, a lot of controversies in the, surrounding that uh, that election. I, I mean, and I'm sure there are going to be a lot of controversies following this election as well. Mm. I, I mean. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of the protesting afterwards because it does feel like if the shoe was on the other foot and if this was like, let's say, Clinton did win and Trump people were out there, you know, protesting and whatnot, it would be like, oh, well, this is these are the these are the deplorables that kept calling those, you know, the Trump supporters. Mm. And it was like, well, now that the shoe's on the other foot and there you are, like. Oh well, we believe in everyone should get along, and let's you know we should be good to each other. What he won? Let's riot! It's like really. Well, I mean, there should be some kind of peaceful protest. That 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 I think if that's everybody's right as an American citizen uh, sure. to do that. If you want to do a peaceful protest, that's one thing. Rioting, no, like you know, forget that. Like don't like if you think that you can loot somebody or destroy property, that's just wrong, you know? Right, especially totally Especially if, if, if it's, like, uh, uh, like homophobic uh, statements. And, of course, there's a lot of swastas coming, coming around, coming up in the, in the country. And I think that's just horrible that, like, that happens because it's just, like, like just because he won doesn't mean that that's going to be the policy. Just uh, See, here's my thing. I mean, I agree. I totally agree with you. But my thing is, I'm, since I'm always suspicious about activities just because that sign popped up or those signs pop up doesn't necessarily mean it's that group you know what i mean like it's 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 a a small faction it's just like it's just like the uh, islamic people that believe in their religion and they they have terrorists that hide among that religion right to use that as a as a source to do it so now you become well now i'm afraid of islamic people because of what there's a small group of people are doing. Sure. So that's what those Trump supporters is. There's a small sect of those people, or they're using the Trump uh, uh, protests as part of it to to kind of like throw in, you know, a little like dirt, in, you know, in the like in the wound a little bit. You right. Know? But the conspiracy part of me is like, how do I know that that wasn't a Democrat who did that and said, hey, look what these guys are doing. Like I, I said, it's, I don't. It's, I think that's a little far fetched. But I don't. You know, you considering know. that the that this election has been the scraping of, I think, the barrel of fear versus hate versus xenophobia. I don't know. I just kind of like. I I think that there are people who like look your person person you voted for. She didn't win. Mm-hmm. You know that's you know what. Give him the chance. If he's doing a shitty job, you got two options. They can impeach him or 
in four years, you can vote him out of office. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't, aren't picking it more on him. They're picking more on um, the VP, Pence, because apparently he's very, uh, very conservative. Very conservative. Very and, homophobic. Right. Yeah. So I think people right away, are, they think that right away, like the moment they get into office, it's going to be like, okay, well, this bill's canceled, this bill's canceled, this bill canceled. I don't. I think it's harder to re- repeal a, a law than it is to actually make one. You're right. It is. I mean, you once know? once something's in law, it's pretty hard to get it out of law. I mean, there, it has to. It does take a Congress to do it. So it's right. not like one man could go. Shh, here you go. It's right. gone. You know, and then Trump's gonna you know sit back and we spin on his chair for a few times and then go. It's <laughs> you know and throw the papers in the air. I mean, that's not gonna happen. I mean, you know. He's he's going to make the process maybe of an appeal to the law. I don't think but, he'll even do that because he's been. Uh, if, see, the problem is, is that I think a lot of people when they they only look at certain things. But a few months ago, before he was actually he's pro. I wouldn't say I guess pro gay, pro that you know pro homosexuality. I no, I'm not even saying the right phrase, mm-hmm. but I, I just feel like because there was a big picture of him holding the you know. The, the rainbow flag. He was at an event, and you know he he's in many interviews. He's like, I, it's well, it's lifestyle. it's the fact that, that they're both liars, sure, and they just don't believe his lies. I you know, you I, know, and that's the thing. Like, and I I mean, I don't know if he's lying. I don't know if he's right. telling the truth. Only time will tell. Right. That's the whole thing. You you got to let him go in office, do his thing, and then hopefully there's enough checks and balances in there that can stop him from doing certain things that, you know, could destroy certain groups of this, of this country. I, I, you know, sure. I mean, but you have to give him the chance first. Yeah. It seems to me like they're, they're putting a cart before the horse. Mm. You know, it's like, Oh my God, it's the end of the world as we know it. Well, I don't think so. Not yet. Anyway, at least, at least seek first. Right. Cause I was, I was reading something last night. There was an article on Facebook about this blind, uh, uh, she could tell the future. She oh, died in '96. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just keep seeing the headlines. Where I'm just going, just move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> and it, and it's, I mean, some of it, some of it, like she apparently predicted 9/11. Like that actually, okay. like, you know, happened. She said, no, she died in '96. So, she, you know, it's not like, right. like all of a sudden, like 9/11 happened. And she goes, I predicted it. You know, right. you know, it's right. going to happen. But apparently, before then. But then she said, say there was going to be a nuclear war between 2010 2016. Okay. So we're two months in the, you know, before the 2016 ends. So. All right. Well, so so then if we get through 2016, we're safe. <laughs> I mean, and then you, they did, said that that Barack Obama was going to be the last president of the United States. So I, I, in a way, he kind of is because, I mean, say what you want. A couple of important things did happen. With that election. Number one, you had the first one run for president. Mm-hmm. Never been done before. That's an accomplishment. Number two, the person who won. No, it could have been. It could have been. Because uh, uh, Walter Mondale in 84, I think it was. Right. With, uh, he he had a vice president, General uh, Geraldine Ferraro. Right. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, but look what happened to his, his it was what, 80, uh, 1980? 84, 84 or something. I know yeah. it was early. I know it was early enough in the, in right. The... But he lost, he won one state, his own. You yeah. know, I remember that. I don't know if it was because of her or because everyone liked um, everybody else. I forget. I think it was Bush, Bush Mondale. Uh, no, it wasn't Bush Mondale. Who was it? It was actually the second term for Ronald Reagan. Oh, okay. So it was Reagan. Oh, everyone loved Reagan. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. That's why, you know, like really one guy. Come on. You know, I, I mean, 
Well, it's the same. It's, it's always it's always tough a lot of times for a term president for a second term unless they did horribly. Right. That's you know, the only way that. Look you... at you, Bush Senior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, remember, we're old. We remember this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were there. We was there. Um, I, well, I mean, the other thing too is that the person who got elected, Trump, never held. He's, he's never been in politics. He's never held an office. Mm-hmm. Like he's never been governor. He's never been mayor. He's never done anything. Never been in the Senate, Congress. Right. He's also never been a never, lobbyist. Also, never served in the military. Yeah. Which kind of, for lack of a better term, like some people say, for better or for worse, it does show that as long as you're born in this country, anybody can become president. Yeah, he fit all the criteria of what yeah. what, what it is. I mean, it's an age. The you have to be a natural born citizen, and. I forget what the. I think that's pretty much it. They're the two main things. Those are the two big ones. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. He, he fit both those requirements. Yeah, I mean, so kind of like there's hope, Ed. I could be president. You could be president. Oh, Stacey God. could be president. Okay. You know? God help us all if I was president. <laughs> I can tell you. Also, too, eight more states added to the legalized weed movement. Nice. Yeah, I'm saying, personally, I think if Trump wants to win everybody over, first thing he does, legalizes weed across the country. And you'd be like, okay, he's not that bad. You know? <laughs> Tell you to work. That's how you win them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible criteria. <laughs> just walk in and go, okay, I'm, I'm first thing I'm going to do is legalize it completely. Mill out the country. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's going to be a long four years. Take a hit. Sleep it off. <laughs> You know, I'll I'll supply the Cheetos. <laughs> I got the snacks. Snacks are on me. Here's a bunch of weed. Smoke them if you got them. And we'll see you in four years. <laughs> see you in 2020. Yeah. See what happens. You know. All right. Well. So the only then, thing, the only positive thing I'm going to oh, say. Oh, there's positive thing? There's one huge positive thing. The political ads are over. Thank God. I couldn't stand watching them. God. Either side. Didn't matter. I don't it care who it was. Uh, did not matter. Didn't matter if it was the president. Didn't matter if it was the Senate. Didn't matter. I didn't care. So tired. God, it was, it was like this nonstop, like, oh, oh, this person's mean, so vote for me. <laughs> or this person's that, so vote for me. It's like, oh, this person supports that person. Don't vote for them. Vote for me. It's like, oh, my God, I just want this to be over. Because they said this is probably the longest period of campaigning that everybody's done. Really? And it's been the most expensive, too. So that was the other thing. I mean, it was like getting into the billions. So it's like, uh, wow. You geez. know, cause a lot of people are going, well, imagine the money they could have used. They could have used that money for, you know, the cure cancer or, you know. Or yeah, really. Cure AIDS or something like that, you know. And it's like. No, it's, it's it comes down to a popularity vote. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, vote for me because I'm swell. You know, I promise that when I'm elected school president, we'll have seventh period lunch. We'll be able to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to make it so every lunch is now 15 minutes longer. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that was my campaign for students. Really? <laughs> no, nah, I never ran. Mine was. Uh, I was not popular. I never, never even bothered. I was like, you know, I was the outcast. So Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look, who's running for president? Uh, I hate that person, too. <laughs> like, 
I promise when I'm school president, mandatory, no homework on Fridays. And every teacher looks like, you're an idiot. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the current president, just like no matter who's elected American president, school presidents have no power. They don't. It was it was really annoying. I never never understood why we had a a, a cabinet in my school. Never I, never happened. I. I, here's I remember years ago when I was when 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 Sean was a young lad. When I was a young ward hog, <laughs> I used to listen to a lot of comedy albums. Yeah. One comedy album in particular was Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Everybody remembers. I don't know if anybody remembers Bobcat Goldthwait except for you and me. I don't, Stacey. I don't know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was, yeah, I remember. But the one thing he said that always I always struck was funny was that he said blaming the president for the state of the country is like blaming Ronald McDonald when you get a bad hamburger. Neither of them run the company. Yeah. So it always kind of stuck with me. And I'm like, he's got a point in a way. Like, you can sit there and stout, like, tout whatever you want to do, but you still have to answer to a branch of people. Now, granted, maybe because the Republican Party now kind of controls most of the government, people think that's going to be like, oh, well, he's right. We're just gonna... I, I don't think it's, again, I think people Well, that's like, the thing. I mean, like, you know, too, that's that was another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, uh, I'm glad I... <laughs> what, what, <laughs> I didn't get a romp out of you. Harumph. Watch your ass. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that, like, the said he wants to, he wants to set term limits. And I'm like, I'm like, what's in in the right mind <laughs> know. is going to go? Like, yeah, I'm for that. Yeah, you know what? I I I, cur- I concur. Yeah. President Trump. And then five years that they can't be a a, a lobbyist. lobbyist. So it's like, wow, you're really like, sh- you just just cut their nuts off. Why don't you just yeah, do that now? Yeah, it's like you know, once you you not only do you not get well, I mean, I agree there should be some type of term limit because let's face no, it. No, I agree with you too. Because yeah, there, there are senators and and congressmen who have been in office since the 60s. Mm-hmm. And times have changed since the 60s to now. People might go, oh, no, no, wait, not that Trump's in office. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that overall, things have changed. We have progressed as, as a society since the 60s to now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much as people like to think we are, but uh, the arrogance of humanity think that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're only here for a blink of an eye. Yeah. So everything seems so much more important to us because we think we're going to live forever. Yeah. Where in the grand scheme of things, you blink and that's over. It's over. Right. You know, so I think that those people who've been congressmen or senators for such a long time, I do kind of feel like a little out of touch. Mm -hmm. You know, I do think that there needs to be an influx of fresher, newer people to help maintain fresher, newer ideas to be able to kind of sit there and go, look, that's not that may have worked in the sick fifties and sixties and maybe some of the seventies, but that shit ain't flying here. Yeah. You know, in order to do that, you need new people. You know, and you can't have like, hey, this senator is, you know, his tenth term in office. It's like, well, well, why? Like, you know, how does that something like that happen? And another thing, I'm I'm gonna say this to the American public. I mean, you have the power. You know, I got the power. Two years for a senator. So after two years, if you don't like the way the country's going, Really change the change the Senate because that's where the power most yeah. of the power goes, and the Congress too. I mean, not just the Senate, but the Senate has mo- more power than uh, uh, most people because you can kind of just you know senators can just push the Congress to go get get this get this passed. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you can do that. I mean, there there is term limits for them that you can end their terms because of the vote, and that's it. Like 
Go out and vote. Do your part and do your thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it. like I, like like I said on this Facebook post that I did, you know, it was about the, you know, everyone going out and, be, you know, going, oh, well, our guy didn't win, so when you know, and I'm like, look, you're you're kind of what she did was, for lack of a better term of what you thought about her personally, mm-hmm. um, historically she had a nice run as a political, you know, person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to say, I was going to say, like, entity. Mm-hmm. You know, she got to almost the highest office you could achieve for a woman. You're kind of not really, like, going on the streets and rioting, I think, kind of demeans what she's done, in a way. Like, you just try to imitate, not, imitate, like, go out. If you are not happy with the way the state of the country went, go out. You know? Look for your own political career. Get more active into your community because the only way you can grow as a society is starts right in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. So, like, you going out and running across the street saying, oh, this sucks, you know, he's not my president. Okay, that's great. Well, so then why don't you become the next president? Start on that path to make those changes. Standing out there in the cold screaming he's not my president isn't – it kind of diminishes – what she started, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's kind of to me personally, I'm not saying like everyone feels that way. I just say me personally, I just kind of look at it as like what she's accomplished. You just kind of took a step back because she was talking about, we need to move forward. We need to look to the future. And then you kind of diminish it a little bit by, you know, basically in, in, in throwing a mass hissy fit, you know, yeah, but I mean, I'd say, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you and disagree with you. I don't think there should be any, any physical damage or, you know, to people or to sure. property. Like, that should not be done. But if you want to protest because you're not satisfied and you want to, the world to know or, the you know, at least the, at least the uh, polit- uh, politicians know that you're not happy with it, then a peaceful protest. Do a march. That's, you know, that's the way we've been doing things a lot of years. And that's that can really make decisions better for the candidates that are, are there now. If, if, if your, if your people at home are not happy with what the decisions were made, then they can make better decisions, you know, based off of not maybe their personal views, but at least with the, with the politics going, all right, my people at home in my state or in my city is, is really up in arms about what's going on. And these are the reasons why then do that, write a letter, you know, get, you know, get involved, do, do things. I mean, if you want to volunteer, go volunteer. I mean, you don't have to go out and be president or go out and try no, and be, no, but you I know, mean, get a political office, but at least support those people that favor your uh, political views. I, and I agree 100%. The, I think the key problem, I think, I feel with the, with the political environment is that people don't want to sit down and actually communicate. It's, I have an idea, and your idea is different than mine. You're wrong because it doesn't match my idea. Mm. And I think that's on both sides. It seems to be like there's at some point in time, it would be like, well, whoever screams the loudest happens, has to be right. And I don't really, that's not the way you get things done. You know, it's, it's kind of like sit down and you converse at a mature level. Not, well, that's what, what a pro, private, I, a, 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 a nonviolent protest is. I, I, I agree. You know, that's, that's a way, that's one way of doing it. I mean, I think, though, in this way of technology, marching across the city is not going to really 
make a stand anymore. I mean, because it's been it's been oversaturized. But yeah, you, it seems to be like every start other a writing so campaign, start petitioning. I mean, those are the kind of things <clears throat> that should be done. Have stuff that's read or or can be read to a politician right. that they go, oh, right, this is what's going on in the state affairs of my of my fellow countrymen. I should you know think about this more. You know, and I agree. Like there's people like I, I saw like a letter. On Facebook. And again, mm-hmm. it's Facebook, so take it what it's worth. It was somebody who was in Oregon when there was a protest and that basically kind of said, look, you have the right to protest, but stay off the streets because there are people who work in hospitals who need to get to their job to save lives. How are you helping your community by doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're hurting us because people need to go to work. People need to, you know, have jobs and have lives. If, if I can't go to work... If I have a possibility of losing my job because of it, you didn't help the situation. Yeah. You know, stop blocking highways. Stop slowing down traffic because there are people who who need to have their lives. You know, like if you take away their livelihood because you're sitting out there protesting on a busy street and not letting traffic go through, that has it's the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. It's not everyone's just going to be kind of like, oh, well, these people are protesting. I guess I'll just sit here and wait till they're done. It's you're the people who are in the behind that wheel is like, I'm I got to get to my job. Yeah, I, I'm running late already as it is. If I'm you know late again or if I can't get to work, I'm going to lose my job. You know, or if you're a doctor or if you're a nurse, the longer they wait in that traffic could be the the, the end of someone's life. As you know, like. There could be a life hanging on the balance waiting for that person to get there. And you don't care because you want to stop traffic. Hey, you know? You know, one of those stretchers could be hit by a car. They get picked up by an ambulance. But the doctor that's saving, going to save his life is stuck in traffic exactly. because you're protesting. Like, you know, yeah. No. Well, I mean, you know. There you go. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Well. Is there anything else? What else you got? That's it. That's all I, I mean, got. that's it. Sweetheart, you want to add anything? I refuse to talk politics with anyone. Um, I wasn't a voter, and I'm okay with saying that. So I'm not going to give my opinion because I didn't do anything to... To <clears throat> to me, if you didn't vote, you don't have a voice. And you chose to give that voice up. I chose to give that voice up for this. To me, it was like choosing which STD we want for the next four years, right? Like, I hated them both. I didn't like the third party people either. So I was like, mm, I'm going to sit this one out. You know, I thought Johnson would have got a lot more votes. To be honest with you know what? Johnson got enough votes to kind of make someone go, hey, Johnson got a lot of votes. Did you notice that? Like, <laughs> there's a third party? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, according like I said, that fact, half of the people didn't vote. So it makes me kind of wonder, go, well, why didn't you vote? Like, there's a high school that, that, what do you call it, went on strike. And I'm like, you're in high school. Like, come on. <laughs> Any eighteen? Hey, any did you, any of you vote in this year's election? No, because we're sixteen. Go back to class. Like, just get back to class. Maybe learn about political history before you try to make it. <laughs> so, needless to say, we did not go to the movies this week. <laughs> <laughs> what a roundabout way to say. Well, we were you know so glued to the TV and watching the oh the pandemonium. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else exciting happened during the Oh, week? we did see a movie on Thursday. We did. That's yes. right, we did. Yes, we did. I Well, it's a movie I've seen. I, you and Stacy both did not see it. Yes. But it was called The Fisher King. Yes. Made in 1991. Yes. It was starring Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams. Yes. It was a Terry Gilliam film. 
And it basically was about a shock jock who something uh, something he says has a cause and effect, which kind of makes him question everything. And, and, and he comes across Robin Williams, a crazy homeless man looking for the Holy Grail. Yes. <laughs> Roughly put it. So now you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. You've never seen it. Right. So what did you guys think of it? You know, I was I, I liked it. I really did like it, and I was just so like ticked off because now Robin Williams is no longer with us. It yeah. just kind of irritated me a little bit because it's like, man, he could do stuff like that, and you know, like you know, and it just I don't know. It just it just kind of was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, I liked it. It was weird. It was very strange. That, um, that's Terry Gilliam. I, I like strange though, so that's not a bad thing mm-hmm. at all. Right. If you like movies that make you go. What? Huh? That's watch this movie. It was a really good movie. I didn't want to go to sleep because, you know, that's how if if a movie puts me to sleep, I'll never touch it again. Like Mm. ever. It's a waste of time. But I really was like super into the story. I really did think that the way that um, Robin Williams and insert guy's name, Jeff Bridges, that guy. The, the big Lebowski is what I know him as. Right. But um, I, I did think that the two of them were really, really good together. Right. Uh, chemistry wise. You could tell that like Robin Williams was humbling him. And I like to see characters that are kind of forced to, to, to be humbled a little bit because I think that everybody be, should, should be humble no matter how sassy or how much of an asshole you are. You should have a part of you that knows that you're not the shit. Right. right. Like you, you, you are not the biggest person walking. Someone's going to knock you down at some point. And it did have that, um, cute little love story in it. You know what I mean? Like, like real small of a love story, but there was right. one in there. Um, but I'm with that. It, it was kind of sad because I'm like, Oh, well, we don't get to watch him ever again. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like, I, I loved, I've always loved that movie. First, I like when Terry Gilliam, he's also directed 12 monkeys. He's also directed. Um, he he was involved. He directed uh, what technically is Heath Ledger's last film. I can never remember the name of the movie. Uh, 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 something, something Emporium, Doctor. Right. So yeah. And uh, he also did Brazil. He's also done uh, a couple other movies that I, I really liked. So it's it's very in the vein of his quirkiness and kind mm-hmm. of skewed view of things. I always appreciated. And it, watching it though was like. Man, I forgot how really good Robin Williams is as as like an actor. I mean, yeah, I know he won the Oscar in you know Goodwill Hunting, but outside of that, he could play comedy. He could, I thought this movie kind of played to all his strengths. Mm-hmm. Like you always know it's going to be a, um, a somewhat serious movie when Robin Williams has a beard. Yeah, like I always notice that. Like whenever <laughs> he has a beard, it's somewhat serious of of Robin Williams. Right. But this got the crazy Robin Williams along with the. Uh, serious side it was very it, it hit all his good spots like you could kind of tell where he might have been ad-libbing a little bit mm-hmm. you know like she noticed the part where mercedes rule who's who plays jeff bridges's um love interest there's a moment ron williams at the table and and she's bending down he's given a chance to look down her top and he's always finding excuses to get her to bend over but there's this moment between the two of them where he's you know he starts talking to her and he kind of does like a little like you know like the hell with the finger like I know what you're thinking, and you can see her kind of let you see her break yeah like and you go that that had to be a real moment because that was not me that noticed that that was Ed that noticed oh, that really <laughs> yeah oh okay I apologize sorry <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well so outside of that 
What's next week's movie? <laughs> well, let's get the top five, kids. Here we go. All right, what's in at number five? Number five was a number three movie of last week. It's Hexall Ridge. It made uh, $10.77 million over the weekend and 32.2 overall in the two weeks of release and has no budget. So I don't know what, uh, what it, it was called. made with no money. Made with no money. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I kind of want to see that. Yeah, it's I hear it, It's Mel Gibson directing Spider-Man. <laughs> Andrew Garfield looks really good, really good. Yeah, and I know he's a hell of a director, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm in. Yeah, you know. what else you got? Uh, number four was a new release, Almost Christmas. It made fifteen point five million over the weekend, and that's where it sits. And has a seventeen million dollar budget, so uh, it's got that's, a little way to go. That's one with uh, Danny Glover, and uh, it's like the hey, your uh-huh. family comes back home. It looked funny. It, it looked look really funny. really good. So we might have to you know see that one too. Hey, what else you got? Number three was also a new release, Arrival. It made $24 million over the weekend, and that's where it sits with a $47 million budget. I'm okay. I, I don't, I heard, according to my dad, he looked Rotten Tomato has it at 100%. Really? Yeah, it's like certified fresh. Certified. I don't know. I mean, I know it's about aliens landing on Earth. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I mean, I guess it looks more like a drama, so I mean, I, you're not going to get any Will Smith punching an alien in, in his face going, welcome to Earth. No, <laughs> kind of hoping for a moment, but yeah. uh, I guess not. <laughs> so uh, it looks like it's a very serious, serious alien movie <laughs> serious where alien. we talk about, you know, our place in the universe and, and how we should try to make it. I guarantee you at some point it's going to be about how we can make the world better. There's a message there. Yes. And not welcome to Earth. <laughs> All right, so what came in at number two? Number two was the number two release of next last weekend, Trolls. It made $35 million over the weekend and 94 overall in the two weeks release with a $125 million budget. So it's still has a little ways to go before you can see Trolls 2. I'm sure overseas it's probably doing well. Yeah. And DVDs and Blu-ray sales is going to... There'll be Trolls 2. Yep. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> All right, number I, one. I wonder if there's going to be. See, we're we might be seeing it next Friday, yeah, or this Friday, I guess, coming up since it's Sunday. Um, I'm wondering if there's a moment since they have the hair. I wonder if there's going to be a moment where someone spins them around, their hair gets all funky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to do to the patrols that were in my house. Is just grabbing, rubbing my hands, and next thing you know, the hair is flipping out. But. Right. It brings a lot of questions that I don't well, want the answers tro- to. Trolls. My mom used to like the little troll figures. Oh, ah, well, okay. You okay. know, or it would go on the end of the pencil. Yeah. And you spin the pencil and watch the hair go. Yeah. You know, like they all have bedhead after they after you spin them around for a while. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I'm just taking a memory lane of my childhood, man. <laughs> All right, so what is the number one movie? Number one movie, still number one from last week. It made $43 million. We're talking about Doctor Strange. It made $153 million overall in North, uh, the United States and has a $165 million budget. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Expect Doctor Strange 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <Blue. laughs> uh, all right. I, have you seen it yet? No, not yet. Neither have I. It's, it's kind of weird. I, I'm just kind of like in a... I, I know. I feel like I, I, I really do want to say it because I feel like we owe it to ourselves because it's Doctor Strange. We've been looking forward to it. Yes. And it's just been like, okay, my excuse is I've been broke. <laughs> Flat, honest, uh, 100% honest here on the show. I am so poor I can't even pay attention, Ed. <laughs> All right? So I'm waiting. I get paid Friday, so there might be a, a movie in our future. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just don't like to see it alone. That's why. Well, yeah. okay. Well, Nobody we... wants to see it with me. No one wants to see it with Nah, my wife's like, I'll wait the DVD. You know? <gasps> but she's like she knows like she's like i'll like watch like a late night movie of it you know right you know but i'm like i'm like i'll go during the day it doesn't really bother me at all are you working next friday uh yes i am okay well then you can't go no (laughs) and next next sun next saturday i'm I'm actually seeing a new release next week oh which one it's going to be a fantastic beast and where to find them so then for next sunday all right maybe we'll uh have to make make room to go to a uh, the Friday Meg movie or something. There you go. We'll go see Trolls in the afternoon and Doctor Strange at night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you have it. There's your top five. All right. I do see another yellow one of a new release, but you probably just closed it. No, I didn't. Which one was that? Number seven. Number seven. Yeah, it was called Shut In. It made uh, three point seven million over the weekend, and that's where it sits. There's no budget for it, so I don't know where. Yeah. Uh, I don't even never heard of it. Is Neither this, have I. Uh, let's see here. We got any information on it? Uh, no, there's no description, of course. All right, well, all right. Shut in is uh, Nomi, Nomi Watts, and um, I want to say it looked like Oliver Platt, Charlie Heaton. Here's a heart pounding thriller about a widowed child psychologist who lives in an isolated existence in rural New England, caught in a deadly winter storm. She must find a way to rescue a young boy before he disappears. I think that that is the one um, that we've seen the preview for where the lady has a son and he's special needs of some sort. Okay. And she gets that phone call and they're like, "It's good. you know, the storm's going to be really, really bad. You should probably get out of there. And she's like, um, you know, my son's not really mobile, so I can't. Oh, Because okay. we've seen a preview for that and you made a... Um, prediction? A prediction about who the quote-unquote bad guy I okay. said it was her kid. Okay. I, I went out in the limb and went, it's probably her kid because it's like she's a shut-in because there's a moment where you see something skitter by her and it looks like a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, I think there's even a moment where you see a silhouette of a, of of a, a child. child standing there in the, in the doorway. You're just like, I bet it's her kid been lying this whole time to her. <laughs> <laughs> he knew from the womb, I'm going to fuck this bitch up. Just watch. <laughs> 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 this bitch up. Oh, God. It should not get me vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, then, outside of that, what's hitting uh, Blu-ray and DVD this week? Good question. Here we go, kids. The top releases of the week. Top releases of the week? Top releases of the week. Because there's a lot of them. All right. Uh, Finding Dory is the first one on our list here. So, it's coming on Blu-ray and DVD and HD digital. All right. We'll get in that uh, one. All right. So can you explain you why you're laughing? This morning, she gets a phone call that wakes her up, and it's... My older sister calls me this morning. Now, my older sister has my niece and nephew. My uh-huh. niece is nine. My nephew is sev- seven. Seven. Okay. Sorry. Horrible. <laughs> um, but anyway, she calls me. It's like 9.30 in the morning, which means it's like 8.30 there, yeah. right? So she's so, so upset, and I'm like, what's... Like, I think she's crying, and I'm like, what? what's wrong I have a bad experience with getting early phone calls from my family. It normally means that someone's health is not in the best, right? So well, nobody, instantly... None of my family calls me early in the morning for anything but other than bad news. Right. Yeah, exactly. So instantly I'm like, what's wrong? What's happening? Do I need to book a plane ticket like, yeah. right now, right? So she's like, Stacy, I watched Finding Dory. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I'll never watch another Disney movie again. And I'm like, well, what made you cry, first of all? Because that's everyone's... 
I have that moment with Disney where I'm like, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. Uh, it never lasts ever for uh, like an hour later. I'm like, let's watch Little Mermaid, right? But most of the time, that that first initial reaction, I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired of them making me cry. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Why do they kill everyone's parents? But that like plays on my own personal heartstrings a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So she tells me, I'm like, Sarah, well, nobody a parent didn't die in this so you know what why are you so upset about finding dory and she said that baby dory made her cry the instant she seen baby dory so my first question was are you pregnant because there was nothing to cry about there. <laughs> yeah so why are you crying oh for gosh. no reason she's so adorable right right and that's how i see my sister and all of the women in my family are super, super dramatic. I didn't get like this on my own. Right. So my sister is like, <laughs> has like seven years on being a drama queen. So she's so much worse than I am. Right. So she's being so dramatic and she's like, I hate them. I can't believe they're doing this to us. And she's like, Stacy, I look over and my son, like, I don't know my nephew's name. Right. My son is crying. Sarah. <laughs> It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is, Daisy. It's horrible. Why did they do this? I hate them. Just completely bitten. And so now every time I think Finding Dory, all I can think about is my sister calling me this morning and just completely, just dramatically so upset about Finding Dory. She was like, I didn't. First, I thought one of her parents were going to die. She was going to go try to find them. And like her dad's going to be dead and her mom's all depressed. And I'm like, way to let our childhood affect you. Thanks. <laughs> you know, but then she's like, well, she finds her parents and then she has to go rescue the kid that got lost in the last one. I'm like, Nemo? Because, you know, the <laughs> whole movie is named after him. Like, the whole movie. Then she bitched about Up. She just got in this this huge... <laughs> she just got in this huge rant of all these Disney movies. And I asked her, I said, Sarah, did you watch The Good Dinosaur? Because I watched The Good Dinosaur. I know that it didn't do good, like, in theaters or whatever. Yeah. But I watched it. It wasn't sad. I cried four fucking times in this movie. Oh, I fairly was. I'm sorry. I didn't four see it. Four times this movie made me cry. Disney movies never make me cry that much. Normally, it's the end. Maybe in the beginning, if it's like the case of Up, Ugh. or if it's if, because, you know, that's like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, that one just goes, hi, look at this cute animated but an old man and a kid, but first, let's <laughs> rip your heart out. Tears right. like, oh my you God. Know, in, in, in Frozen, both parents die. Anytime a parent dies, it just hits me like in a special, special uh. place, right? That wasn't the case in Finding Dory, though, so I was really, really confused as to why she was so upset, but she goes on this big, huge rant, and now every time I think Finding Dory, that's all I can think about. So that's why I was laughing when you said Finding Dory. I'm going to buy it for her. <laughs> I, I'm going to try a silver lining and go, like, in the grand scheme of things, fish don't live long anyway, so both <laughs> movies probably spend a span of a week. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> from when Dory's a little kid... So when she finds him again, it's probably, Damn. Been, it's probably been about a week. What? That did not make things better. Really <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> All right, what else you got there That's coming out? Awesome. Uh, the Jungle Book's coming out on Blu-ray, the uh, live action one. I, 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 is this a second release? I thought it came out earlier in the year. Uh, Maybe not. I could be completely wrong. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, it's a collector's edition coming out. You're right. Oh, that means yeah. Sean's going to buy it. There you go. <laughs> All right. What else came out? Uh, eight Days a Week, the touring years is coming out. It's about the Beatles and their uh, life between 1962 to 1966, about uh, how the touring went and uh, it's, it's a documentary uh, about it. It was it was on uh, Hulu for a while. I think it's still on Hulu, actually, so if you're a Hulu probably. subscriber. But if not, you can buy it on your own. It's also a Ron Howard film. So yes, it is. Oh, very interesting. Mm. Opie sings the Beatles. 
<laughs> All right, what else? Uh, time After Time is coming, the H.G. Wells uh, movie. I really, I don't think I've ever really seen it. I've been dying to see it. It's it's a pretty decent, uh, I'm a alternate reality kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the story of H.G. Uh, Wells against Jack the Ripper, basically. Yeah. It's H.G. Wells, for those who wrote, you know, some really awesome books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fictional story where, right. where a non-fictional fictional story, yeah, where he creates a time machine, and what do you call it? Jack the Ripper comes across it, and he goes back in time into the seventies to kind of get away from everybody. So H.G. Wells goes after after him, and I'm like, well, he doesn't really go back in time; he goes into the future. Yeah, right. He goes into the future. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he goes back in time, back into the seventies. I'm thinking it's a 2016. I'm like, no, no. Victorian era London. He shoots forward to seven, you know, 1970s. Yeah. And uh, what I like about it is it's one of those. Um, Malcolm McDowell plays H.G. Wells, mm-hmm. and uh, David Warner, who plays the bad guy in Tron. Yeah. He's been the bad guy. He plays Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, and I think Mary Steenburgen is here as well. Is okay, it? yeah. I think uh, so. I think you're right. Oh, look at me. <laughs> it looked really good. I always wanted to see it, but I, I never got around to it. All right. Well, now you got a chance. Uh, Coming yes. on Blu-ray yes. to enjoy. All right. Yeah. Mary Steve Virgin. I was right. Smith till check. All right. <laughs> All right. Seventy uh, fifth uh, anniversary of Citizen Kane is coming out on Blu-ray. <whistles> Seventy five years. Rosebud. It was a sled. sled. I just saved you. <laughs> just saved you seventy five years. There you go. Just saved you two hours. I just saved you two poopless hours. Just saved you two hours of a black and white movie. <laughs> Rosebud was a sled. It was supposed to be about his. He utters it as a time when he was a young lad when he was actually happy, and it's a black and white film. I mean, it's a great movie. I've seen it once because I feel like there was. It was one of those movies you kind of have to. Yeah. That Casablanca, mm. um, Gone with the Wind is still on my list of movies that I feel like you have to kind of see. See, right? Yeah. Um, and I, she's laughing because she knows she loves. They actually had to watch it in school. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a southern movie, so her being from the south apparently was almost like a, uh, its own class. What, Gone with the Wind? You mean? I thought you. Were, I'm like talking scenes. Like, no, hey, no, Gone uh, with the Wind. Yeah. Um. When I was in eighth grade in my U.S. history, or I guess intro to U.S. history class. It's all kind of um, bias because we learned about the losing end of it, right? So, <laughs> it's legit, but you know we learn about the losing end. But yeah. in that, we had to read the book. It was um, like a, a whole six weeks were dedicated to all this, right. and we read the book and did all these tests on it and all that. And at the end of it, we got to watch the movie. Now, it's like a four-hour movie. Uh-huh. So the classes were only like 50 minutes long. You take the teacher having to do roll. We only really only got to watch it like 30 minutes at a time, yeah. if that. Right. Um, so it really took us like a week, a week and some days to get through it. But we had to watch it in school. It was a requirement. And to read the book was a requirement. So I've seen Gone with the Wind a few times. I really like Gone with the Wind. Um, I fell asleep through it because I, I had to do that for a film class in college and our f- class was four hours long yeah so literally like like he's like y'all hear good click you know and enjoy and like <laughs> i'm gonna be in the back <laughs> i'm gonna smoke to join the teacher's lounge while you guys uh <laughs> damn students <laughs> <laughs> so we had to watch it but it was like if you're sitting in those uncomfortable chairs well, yeah. and it's it's state it's a stadium seating type of thing and after a while you're like 
<coughs> wow, people in the 30s are boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've never watched it all the way through, you know, like from start to finish yeah. without taking any kind of break. Um, I think I got two hours in, stopped the next day, finished the other two hours. Mm-hmm. I think it's as most as I've got in, like at a time. It's very long. Some of it's very boring. It's a great movie. I mean, it's Gone with the Wind. I, I, I mean, I, I do kind of want to see it. I always wanted, again, it's a movie I've always wanted to see. I just never got around to it. Yeah. I knocked off Rosebud, uh, what do you call it? Rosebud. Citizen <laughs> Kane. When it was the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Um, or I think it was 30. It was the 30th anniversary. Because <laughs> um, I didn't see it when I was in my 20s. I was like, no. You know? um, and I was like, I really liked it. I thought it was a great movie. It's, it is undeniably a classic because he did do, Orson Welles did do some things visually that never been done before but i'm 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 a little confused that the whole 30s was it in your 30s that you saw it i was in my 30s when okay because when you said you said the 30th anniversary well it? the 30th anniversary of the movie because this is the 40th 75th right the 75th so i would say no 10 years ago it, no maybe it was the 25th i remember there was a big deal you know <laughs> it was it was like it seemed like everyone after 50 it was like there's the 60s. I don't know. I don't know. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember being my... I don't remember being... Was it in this timeline or not? Yes, it was, no. It was this timeline. It's not the... Did you go to the back of the 70s with Jack the Ripper? And, it's it's not the... Um, what do you call it? Um, uh, what's it called? The Mandela Syndrome? <laughs> Mandela Syndrome. <laughs> it's... I remember seeing it, but I don't remember seeing it in my 20s. I think... You're, I think not. Maybe I was in my twenties. Ed, sorry, I'm I'm totally veering. I'm, I'm all right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be the audience. Who cares? <laughs> You're right. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares how old you were? Did you see it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Move on. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, one for the Criterion collections coming out. Uh, Punch Drug Love is coming out on Blu-ray. Really? Yes, it's Criterion. Wow. Wow, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel of, uh, of criterions. Yeah, because the Fisher King was a Criterion collection. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I saw Punch Drunk Love. I didn't think it was anything great. I, uh, I guess it's the first time Madame Sandler was serious. And people took him as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going. Hey, what did you? How would you do that? <laughs> uh, annoying. Anyway, All right. uh, Buster Keaton collection, 14 disc sets coming out on Blu-ray. One of the original. Wow. A lot of silent movies there. That's right. Wow. All right. This one is not a silent. Game of Thrones, complete season six coming out on Blu-ray. And Game of Thrones, complete season one through six is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, well, you know, as a Game of Thrones fan, yeah, love the show. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to. You've never seen an episode, have you? Sir? Nope. Okay. So we might have to do a marathon. Get you cut up because I am not going to go without seeing. Uh, there's two seasons left. I need to watch those seasons. There you go. You know, so we got to the summer. We got to the summer because that's when the next season comes out, and it's only like seven episodes. And then I got to wait a year, and then after that, box setting it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had the first couple seasons on Blu-ray, and I was like, okay, I'll just buy them as they come out. Yeah, and then. I kind of tapered off because it was like, well, it's like 50 bucks for the set. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll wait till they go on sale. And then I never get around to it because yeah. I always get something else. And then when this year I found out there was two more seasons left. I'm like, I don't have to buy a single one. I'll just wait three years and I'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Uh, Better Call Saul. Season two is coming out on Blu-ray. Better Call Saul? Call. Wait. Yeah. Be- better be- Call Saul. Uh, season I, two. I, I, I heard Butter. I heard Butter Call Saul. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I said better. All right. It's my it's my Philadelphia accent. Okay. It's like butter. It's like butter. But it's better. 
All right. So all right. Next is the the Mindy Project season four is coming out on DVD. That show lasted four seasons. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Well, I actually think it's not on. I think it's on uh, Netflix or Hulu or something like that now. It's not on the regular TV. All right. Uh, Star Trek the animated series. Okay, it's coming out on Blu-ray. Um. All right. I mean, I saw the cartoon as a kid. Yeah. I think if anybody's a Star Trek fan, if you want to complete your collection, you throw it in there because it is. Bones, Kirk, and McCoy doing their voices for the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's you know canon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else you got? Uh, Red versus blue season t- season fourteen special edition combos coming out on Blu-ray. Wow. All right. This is the uh, uh, what do you call it? The Halo people, right? Yes. Yep. This one I know you're going to be interested in. Sailor Moon S season three part one standard editions coming out on Blu-ray. Wow. Oh. All right. How about this one? Nash Bridges, the complete series. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You're a Don Johnson fan? I am a Don Johnson fan. You like Cheech Marin? I like Cheech Marin. There you I, go. I like the show, actually. It was actually a pretty good show. All right. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, if I've seen, seen episodes. What'd you think? It was all right. I mean, it, it was on the time slot that I didn't really follow it. So it's like, right. and it was like, it's like whether it was like reruns are on. I'm like, you know what? I never seen Nash Bridges. Let me watch that. It's kind of slowed down, like, Miami Vice, like oh yeah, that's what it is. It's 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 geriatric Crockett. <laughs> it was so good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right, what else? Uh, the Lucy Show, the complete series, is also coming out on DVD this week. Okay, again, uh, Macmillan and Wife, the complete collection, include all forty movies. Apparently, there's forty movies of Macmillan and Wife, and that's all in one set. Enjoy, it's, it's, kids, and it's all the same argument. That's right. <laughs> Something happened in the first movie. And she just wouldn't let it go. <laughs> 39 movies later, she's still arguing about dishes. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Peanuts Holiday Anniversary Collection is coming in on Blu-ray. All right. And finally, Time Stands Still. The feature-like documentary film chronicles the final major tour of the legendary rock band Rush. Okay. So you get to see that. All right. And that is all I have for uh, movies, television, and music. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to add to the list? Uh, um, no. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think you, you covered it all, Ed. All right. It looks like, though, uh, the Game of Thrones stuff is coming out in the Steelbook editions, too. Oh, okay. You know, in case there's people out there who, who like the Steelbook, because the Steelbook comes with a, a magnetized, like, uh, a magnet, I guess, for your fridge, med- fridge or anything, anything Any- metallic, anything metallic, maybe like you know the side of your computer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. All right. Um, well, yeah. you know what? I think we sh- uh, got anything. No, I think that's it. All right. Well, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll do video games. When we come back. Uh, do you have any reviews you want to tease? Uh? Um, actually, well, I do have. Uh, it's, it's a beta going on now. I can talk about so. For the people who are listening live, they get a little bit of a, you know, like a little push. Mm-hmm. But for the people who are going to be listening to the podcast, um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you, but we'll talk about it anyway. Yes. When we get back. We'll be back, kids. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. I, for one, welcome our new overlord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a habit. I mean, we... Uh, 
you know, we laughed, we cried, he became part of us. I don't know what that had. I mean, <laughs> I hope, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, though I can, I can tell you something that we did in part two. Uh, Ed and I, no, I'm going to save it for part two. Hey. Fuck that. I mean, I'm not, uh, sorry. Fuck you people. No, 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 not fuck you people, just fuck that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it by saying, well, hey, what's in the end of part one, part, say what's, what happens in part two at the end of part one. Sorry, I had hiccups too. It was like I lost my train of thought when I hiccuped. I was so easily distracted. It was something shiny. Hiccuped. What was it? <laughs> that brief moment the oxygen doesn't get on my brain. I lost all thought. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so next episode, we, uh, we'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you at the beginning of episode two what we did. There you go. You have to download or view or uh, exactly not not that not that easy yeah but i take off no no that's your normal (laughs) mode you either have to download it or stream it to find out there you go (laughs) all right we'll see you at the end folks you get the you get the the not the you will not see the we'll see you in part two you get the you got the, what do you call it, the Muppets headline? Yeah, but we haven't finished the, you know, episode by saying, you know, thanks for listening. Oh, that's right, yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, yeah, just kind of, <laughs> sorry. You, you would think this is my first time. <laughs> that's me banging my head uh, against the mic. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. What I meant to say was thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the show, please go to our Facebook page. Give us a like. It's Geeksters Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you do want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. But if you'd like to talk to Ed, ask his opinion on something, or just want to know, want to bring something to the show, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. You can do that as well with Sean. Contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Now we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.